This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Thursday, the 2nd of September. In your Sport Today, why Australia's Paralympians don't get medal bonuses, Eddie Maguire locked out of the AFL Grand Final, Ben Simmons wants out of Philly, and the Socceroos are back in action. This is your Sport Today. We start with the Paralympic Games in Tokyo, where Australia added seven medals to their tally on Wednesday, two silver and five bronze. One of those bronze medals belongs to Daniel Michel. He won Australia's first medal in Boccia in 25 years. Yeah, Michel and assistant Ash McClure picked up a bronze medal each for their win last night, which was Australia's first individual Boccia medal ever and their first medal in the sport since the Atlanta Games in 1996. Boccia is kind of like lawn bowls with the aim to get as many leather balls around a white ball called a jack, just like in lawn bowls. Michelle was born with spinal muscular atrophy, which is a condition that affects the nerves that control muscle movement. So he lines up the shot, asks McClure to move a ramp, and then he pushes down the balls. When he landed a shot he liked, he let out a, yeah, baby. Yeah, it was kind of like Leighton Hewitt's, come on, they used to pull out back in the day. Australia's two silver medals came from Tim Hodge in the pool. He won silver in the SM9 200-meter individual medley, missing out on goal by just half a second. And in the quad wheelchair doubles final, Dylan Orcott and Heath Davidson lost to Dutch pair Sam Schroeder and Niels Vink in straight sets. Yeah, and Alcott didn't look for any excuses. After the match, he said, quote, We got pumped tonight. They were better than us. They deserved it, and good on them. Alcott won't have to wait long, though, for revenge. He plays Schroeder tonight in the quad singles final. Alcott has beaten Schroeder in the finals of the Australian Open, French Open, and Wimbledon this year, and he's going for the Golden Slam, which is all four major titles and the Paralympic gold medal. That's the last match on the tennis courts tonight, so it should be in the evening. We've popped a link to the full day schedule in your episode notes to check out. And at the end of the show, we pick out three events to keep an eye out for today. Let's stay with the Paralympics for a sec. Last week, it was revealed Australia's Paralympic athletes won't be getting any kind of monetary bonus for winning a medal in Tokyo. That wasn't the case for Australia's Olympians. They got $20,000 for winning gold. Now we've heard from Paralympics Australia as to why their athletes aren't getting bonuses, and it comes down to a simple reason. They just don't have enough money to spare. No, they don't. And Paralympics Australia boss Lynn Anderson explained how it takes a lot of money to send a team to a Paralympic Games. PA had $14 million in the bank at June 30 last year, but Anderson said that money had to be used to send the Australian team to the next three games, which were Tokyo this year, Beijing for the Winter Games next year, and then Paris for the Summer Games in 2024. PA is doing well now, but they had to borrow $2 million from what's now called Sport Australia just to get a team to Rio five years ago. That debt has been repaid, but still, getting the team to Tokyo and everything that comes with it reportedly costs about $8 million. So if the Paralympics followed the Olympics model of giving bonuses of twenty grand for gold, 15 for silver, and 10 for bronze, that could cost about a $1 million. Anderson said... We absolutely think our athletes deserve a quality of recognition in that respect, 
but we've got to look after all para-athletes and make sure that we have the next generation coming through. Anderson said one way to pay the para-athletes for their achievements is through corporate sponsorship, and she said she's all ears if anyone is keen to help out. As it stands right now, Australia have 13 gold, 23 silver and 24 bronze medals and sit eighth on the medal tally. Those who have been tuning in this week will know all about the suspension of GWS Giants forward Toby Green for bumping into an umpire last weekend. The AFL Tribunal, which is made up of lawyers and former players, handed down the ban, but AFL boss Gillan McLaughlin said he found the verdict perplexing. He said on Tuesday he was going to ask the AFL lawyers if it's worth appealing the tribunal's verdict, and yesterday it was confirmed the appeal is happening. Yeah, so to quickly recap, Sam, Green was found to have intentionally brushed shoulders with an AFL umpire in the win over Sydney on Saturday. The AFL lawyers wanted him banned for six weeks. The Giants wanted a $20,000 fine. The tribunal kind of met them halfway, banning Green for three matches, and with only three possible matches left for the Giants this year, that means he's out for the season. But the AFL said the three-match ban was manifestly inadequate, and they will now appeal the decision. What this means is a new group of experts will look at the case and either agree the original punishment was right or change it. It won't be happening soon, though, with the AFL agreeing to have the hearing after the season is finished so the Giants can focus on the final series, with Green staying with the squad to lend a helping hand ahead of Friday night's semi-final against Geelong in Perth. Perth is where the AFL grand final will be held this year, but someone who won't be there is former Collingwood president Eddie Maguire. Gabs, he's been denied entry into WA. Yep, and there's a pretty good reason why Maguire and his two sons were knocked back. When the WA government agreed to host the grand final, they said only people essential to hosting the grand final would be allowed into the state, and WA Premier Mark McGowan said Maguire was not one of them. Maguire said he has been to every grand final since 1976, But Sam, that streak is coming to an end. It is, Gabs. It's also the second long streak that's been broken for Eddie this year. He stood down as Collingwood president this year after nearly 23 years in the job. Collingwood has moved on and yesterday they named their new coach, three-time Brisbane Lions Premiership winner Craig McRae, who has been an assistant at Hawthorne. Uh, He signed a three-year deal replacing Nathan Buckley. Gabs, today's trivia question, McRae is the fifth player from the Lions' golden era at the start of the century to become a head coach. Going to get you to name the other four. You got any idea on this one? Uh, yeah, I think two might be brothers. Another one may have been a Brownlow medalist. I think this one is definitely gettable. Okay, don't give out too many clues. Uh, <laughs> the answer at the end of today's show. The NBA season doesn't start for another month, but that's enough time for Aussie Ben Simmons to find a new team because it doesn't sound like he wants to stay in Philadelphia. A report out of Philly says that Simmons wants to be traded from the 76ers and that he will not show up to preseason training if the team doesn't trade him to another side. Yeah, and this goes back to last season's playoffs when Simmons basically lost confidence and stopped shooting the ball in the series loss to Atlanta. He was publicly criticised by teammate Joel Embiid at the time and he didn't receive much support from coach Doc Rivers either. It's why Simmons pulled out of the Tokyo Olympics to spend the off-season working on his game. Simmons has been at the 76ers since he was taken with the number one pick in the draft in 2016, and he's considered one of the best defensive players in the league, but has been criticised for not shooting enough. He still has another four years left on his current deal worth about $200 million Aussie dollars, but it doesn't look like that will be with Philadelphia. 
Now, the report says he met with his 76ers officials last week and pretty much told them that he wouldn't be returning to training. But Gabs, if not the 76ers, then where does he want to play? Well, the report says he wants to be traded to the Lakers, Clippers and Warriors who all play in sunny California. But the 76ers won't trade him unless they can get a similar level play in return, such as Portland's Dame Lillard. Yeah, they want some all-stars back for Ben Simmons. Uh, If the deal isn't done, then the 76ers can find Simmons for every day he doesn't go to practice. Gabs, what's one thing we love just as much as sport? Uh, Our friendship? Yes, we do love that, but we also (laughs) love feedback here on Sport Today and we'd love to know how we're going. So there's a link in the episode notes to a quick survey to fill out. As an added bonus, you could win a $200 Dan Murphy's gift voucher. Gabs, that's probably better than our friendship. I'd trade it in. Yeah, fair enough. All right, back to the show. Now it's time for a quick look at some Paralympic events worth checking out today. And at 10.55am, Australia's Curtis McGrath is racing in the heats of the men's singles KL2 200m kayak event. McGrath is a former Australian soldier who lost both his legs when he stepped on a bomb in Afghanistan in 2012. He turned to sport and within a couple of years became a world champion in the canoe and then at the Rio Olympics won gold in the KL2 kayak race. His title defence starts today. Yeah, and at 11am, Zakia Kudadadi will create history as Afghanistan's first female competitor at the Paralympics. She'll be competing in the women's K44 under 49 kilos Taekwondo. Her hopes of making it to the Paralympics were seemingly over when the Taliban took over Afghanistan's capital of Kabul, but Kudadadi and teammate Hossein Razuli got out of the country and spent a week in France before landing in Tokyo over the weekend. And at 9.30pm tonight, it's the second semi-final of the men's sitting volleyball between the Islamic Republic of Iran and Bosnia-Herzegovina. This match features Mortaza Mazad, the equal second tallest man in the world. Standing at 246 centimetres tall, or 8 feet 1 inch, Mazad was diagnosed with acromegaly, which is a condition where the body produces way too much growth hormone. When he was 16, he fell off his bike and fractured his hip, which stopped his right leg from growing and leaving it 15 centimetres shorter than his left. So he took up sitting volleyball and helped Iran win the gold medal at Rio as one of the best players in the world. All right, now the answer to today's trivia question, name the five players from the Brisbane Lions golden era to go on and become AFL head coaches. Those are Chris Scott, Brad Scott, Michael Voss, Justin Lepich, and now Craig McRae. How many did you get, Gabs? Uh, for once, perfect five from five. I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's episode of Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.